Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily on this Friday edition. Uh, a couple more things we want to hit on here today on the program, 869-1240, as we can sneak in some some calls as well. But, Paul, you mentioned this in a story to me, you know, overnight, and, and I had seen it a couple different places. But Fran Fischilla tweeting yesterday that he's hearing that some talented college teams are starting to crack because of NIL payments not being made on time, NIL promises not kept, or jealousy among teammates. Not a value judgment on NIL, he says. It's just human nature, the new normal. I, I think if I remember correctly, he's had issues to some degree with NIL anyway. I'm not sure. I don't I don't know what to make of this other than it doesn't really surprise me, though, does it, Paul? You know, the Wild West, and we've said this before. It was going to be the Wild West for a while, and then it will, if nothing else, self-regulate to some degree. But this was bound to happen if it's true. That, you know, yeah, some of these NIL promises aren't being kept. I mean, that's we, we knew that was coming, didn't we? Well, does the sun come up every morning? I think it does. Right. Right? And I mean, I, as sure yeah. as we were talking about the future of, of NIL, we knew that there would be problems, things that would need to be overcome. I just didn't think, Jacob, to be real truthful, it would be this quick. I mean, we haven't even gotten through an entire year where NIL is a real deal and guys not getting paid. And, and you look at it in terms of, let's say you have an – I'm just going to pick out a business, uh, uh, an insurance agency. And you say, okay, I'm willing to pay this guy with your basketball team X amount of dollars. Let's say $500 a month, and he'll promote us. And And then all of a sudden, he said, well, you know something? I'm not sure I'm getting my value. I don't know that I want to do it anymore. I get it. Boy, I'll tell you what. This could could become a bailiwick for all programs, for all players. And the one problem that I saw coming, and I guarantee you, Jacob, I – I think I remember exactly talking about jealousy. And I remember you and I having a conversation. This was back in the days when, well, what is this NIL thing? What what does NIL even stand for? Oh, that's what it stands for. Back in the days that were so early, I said, what's going to happen when a quarterback of a football team is getting, you know, $100,000 a year and his offensive lineman's getting, uh, you know, three McDonald's uh, – uh, happy meals, and that's all he's getting. What's going to happen? What kind of jealousy will rise uh, over that? What's going to happen? What 
What's going to happen inside a locker room? What's going to happen inside teamwork and confidence in everybody? Is that quarterback going to give his offensive lineman some of his 100000 Well, probably not. I mean, I don't know. Some may, but probably not. We talked about jealousy. Do you remember our conversation about I do, but je- my, my answer now would be the same then, though. I mean, you know, that's that already happens in pro sports, right? Like locker rooms exist that well, way across across the other sports it's not it's not unusual now will some guys be jealous of course they will but that's a part of coaching too you've got to put that stuff to the side just like you would in in any other pro league where one player's making a whole lot more money than another player um it becomes a part of this and and i do think that schools that have gone about this and really dug in and tried to set up a system for it are going to be way better off than some of the places where it's just kind of been a free-for-all of sorts because this was always going to happen, right? Like you have to, if you're the universities and the institutions, you've got to be able to help the young people learn how to do this stuff and who can you trust and how can you hold them accountable. And, And I think what we ultimately, and it's too bad, Paul, that, you know, there was so much resistance early that this has gotten no regulation whatsoever because the NCAA doesn't know what to do. Nobody knows what to do because a lot of what will happen and in, in the things that Fran Fraschilla tweeted about, of course they're going to happen when you have a Wild West mentality. But if you put some structure in there, you can help this not happen or happen far less. And I think, you know, Wichita State, we've learned about their system, you know, firsthand because Kevin Saul's explained it to us where there's a, a clear system in place and you can go through and you can set things up and it's much easier to do. I mean, I think that's ultimately where we land. But the more of the, the more of the university that can help navigate this for young people, the better. Because guys, when they become pros, don't, a lot of the time know how to handle, you know, people with their hand in their pocket and, you know, bad business, all those things that happen. They, they're they damn sure not going to know, Paul, when they're, you know, 18 years old. So I, I do think, and, you know, I, I think it's going to be two, three more years probably before this has a nice flow and structure to it. But I think there's a real advantage for the schools that can get a real good grasp on this because of, you know, the day we live in where the top athletes and all that, they're going to talk. They're going to communicate with each other. There will be a point where athletes know which places handle this better. And I think those places will have a real advantage in this landscape as we navigate through these turbulent first few years of it. And social media will allow these guys to know who's giving out the most. Where can I go and get the most? I'm interested in playing in the NFL. If you're a football player or the NBA, if you're a basketball player, and while I'm doing this, where can I get the most? Because we're seeing right. numbers thrown around that would revel, uh, would rival certain, you know, depending on where you're drafted, what round you're drafted. We're seeing some NIL deals that will rival NFL contracts for rookies. We're starting to, you know, with no guarantees that you make the team, you know, that, that kind of thing. So, yeah, this is this is a bugaboo. And, of course, one of the other stories that 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 you and I uh, understand and and some of the bad things that are going to happen now, the the the, the uh, National Labor Review Board 
is pursuing unlawful labor practices against USC out of the Pac-12. And part of that is because they're saying that uh, different universities, mostly private universities, that when a kid signs an NIL contract, Jacob, it's not just a contract for performance. He becomes an employee of the university, thus has the ability to unionize, uh, to have labor relation boards uh, uh, meet for on their behalf. I mean, there's, man, this this thing is is crazy. I just wonder sometimes on on if anybody looked at where this could end up going. And I think it's already. We're probably not even a full year into this thing, and we're already thinking to ourselves, man, I didn't know this was going here. Labor relation board, private employee of a of a private university. Man, Jacob, we're we're in things I never even dreamed of. Yeah, I mean it's it's inevitable. We have unions and all the other, you know, and in, in, in the other sports. Um, I don't know how that'll work because I, I not all the teachers on a campus or in a union or anything like that. It just, I mean, I'm sure some are and some aren't. So it'll have to be a decision the players collectively get together and decide on I, it, it it would get complicated because of the different sizes of schools and you know the you know it's not like they're they'd be negotiating with similar financial circumstances from one school to the other so that would get a little weird that would get a little complicated and you know but it happens all the time it, again there has to be a settling in all of this we're not going to know this new normal i think we all want to like think of it as like oh this is how it's going to be forever i i i don't think so i think in it and i don't know the amount of time it's going to take it would it will take at least a few years it's going to take a little time it'll settle in we'll be used to it everyone will know the circumstances and the parameters and then it won't be that big a deal because we'll we'll know what to expect and so will the schools and the players and everybody else it's just this early part paul that is like who knows? Because nobody stepped in to regulate it in the beginning. So, yeah, it's it's the Wild West. I mean, it really is. And and I don't know what that means for the short-term future, but for the long-term future, this thing will work itself out just like it does. There's a model in place to some degree, which is pro sports, which is what high-level college sports have been for a long, long time, whether anybody wants to admit it or not. So there is a model for this to, you know, to— to find some clarity, we just, it's going to take some time to find it. Mind if I ask you a question, this is just from one friend to another, and I want your opinion on this. There's no right or wrong answers. Okay. If I ask you a question. Sure. Here's my question. Who, who becomes the player to oversee this? Is it the NCAA? Will it no, be, will I don't it think be, so. will it be uh, a group commissioned by uh, different conferences? Will it be the conference themselves? Will it be the universities themselves with, you know, 300 different universities having 300, you know, different sets of rules? Who ends up governing, who becomes the governing body of NIL? Because right now, I don't know who it is. I don't think there is one, if you want to know the truth. I don't think anybody is saying this is what we do, this is what we don't do, here's what you should do, you shouldn't do. Uh, I don't know who it is, but it's obvious to me that there needs to be some sort of governing body. In your opinion, who steps up and fills the role? Maybe the conferences, Jacob? is. I, 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 I'm not, think, I don't want to put yeah. words in your mouth. I don't want to put words in your mouth. It, it's, um, it's 
I, I think that's the initial thought. I, I don't know. I mean, the simplest way is for each university to do it, but you've got to have some um, evenness. I think the conferences make the most sense. I think that's the size of it because you, you don't want to go too big. I suppose you could get like the power five together and each one have a representative on some sort of like governing board. I don't think it's the NCAA because I think the NCAA is on thin ice anyway with the way that it's operated. So I think the conferences probably are in a better position to do it. I think it gives – I, I think the school would be a good way to do it, but it would be really hard. But I think if you did, did it by conference – um, each conference can decide how it wants to do it, but that way the playing field is level at least at that level. I think the conferences make the most sense. I, I would guess if I had to that that ends up where this lands, but I, I, I wouldn't be stunned if there's some sort of commissioner appointed. I don't think it'll be the NCAA commissioner who was just you know named yesterday, I guess. Um, I don't think it'll be that person. Right. I don't. Well, because... Because that person has to think not just about the big school, but the you know the NCAA's reach goes down to small schools. It would just be too big a task, and one that you know, again, in the world of athletes being compensated, the NCAA probably just needs to go ahead and stay away from. So, so I think the conferences make the most sense. I think somebody's got to step up, and if the conference makes the they most do. sense, I, I think I think that's the right way to go. But somebody's got to take charge of all this because. My biggest fear, and what I fear even more than the NCAA, is Congress stepping in and saying, well, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're Congress. We know what we're doing. Huh. We'll take care of this and set these laws, and here's, here's how we'll handle it. Well, we don't want that. We want, this being held, we want this being done and handled by people who understand sports uh, and that kind of thing. So somebody's got to take charge because if nobody steps forward in the next few years and takes charge, Jacob, would you be shocked to see Congress pass a set of laws and say, here's what we're doing, and here's how we're going to do it, and here's who's going to govern you? I mean, wouldn't surprise me a lick. So somebody better take charge of this, or we'll have government stepping in and and, and running the whole thing. I don't know if that could happen, but I sure think it might. Yeah, it... it, um, Local government, state government, or it could be national government. I'm just saying, you don't want governments involved. We don't want... 50 different sets of state representatives and uh, I would rather I'll agree with you in this way. I would rather somebody that knows the landscape bingo navigate it. Bingo. Right. You know, somebody that that, that's involved and that's why conferences make sense. You know, even if even if you have uniform rules across a conference, but the people setting them up are actually like the athletic directors within that conference, that probably works. It'll take some time. It'll take some time. And I do agree with you. I, d- I do think it needs to be somebody that knows the landscape that will help. Um, all right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Let's preview a college basketball weekend uh, because we've got some big ones. KU, Indiana, Nebraska, and K-State. And here in Wichita, you've got the Shockers and Oklahoma State at Interest Bank Arena. So we've got some really good ones. We'll talk about them when we return on Sports Daily. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.